Well, hey there, welcome to the Marketing Funnel Show. I am so glad that you turned in for another great episode. All right, I wanted to start off by thanking so many of you for jumping into iTunes to leave me a rating and review. You know that's how iTunes decides which shows to make viewable and which shows to, you know, lock up and hide away in the dungeon of doom never to see the light of day, right? So a big shout out to all you who've jumped over there and done just that. I so appreciate you. And I wanted to take a minute and read just a few of the latest reviews before we jump into today's show. Like Marina VF who said, I love how specific and practical Michelle's show is. Each episode puts a laser focus on a topic, explains it, and leaves you with clear steps to take. Definitely adding it to my favorites list. Thank you, Marina. And Chef S, who says, great podcast episodes are relatively short, highly valuable, and Michelle is experienced and well-spoken. Thank you. Then Barb Shim says, nuts and bolts value served up with lots of smarts. Thank you, Barb. I love that. And finally, today we have MI Weddings, who says, Michelle has a lot of knowledge, and I honestly believe she gets where the frustrated, pursuing answers entrepreneurs coming from like me. She's taken time with me personally, like she talks about in her show, in building her tribe. A genuine teacher is so great to find. Love Michelle's show. Thank you, MI Weddings. Ah, that's awesome. Thank you. Okay, so in today's show, it's actually inspired by another listener's question. This listener's name is Jay. So this listener came to a webinar I recently did where I talked about a massive mistake that I made back in 2013 in building my own email list. So let me start off by telling you about that mistake and then we'll dive into the question that I got from Jay. So here's the backstory scoop. And it's a problem that really, really irritates me because I hear people preaching this half-truth all the time. And the half-truth is this. The money is in your email list. I mean, you have heard this too, right? I'm here to tell you that a big email list does not magically turn into money. Even though people like to spread that lie that you just need to focus on building a huge list and all your problems will be solved. And you've heard this too, right? I've even heard people go so far as to say things like, you you could be making a dollar for every person on your list, or you will be making a dollar for every person on your list. So just focus on getting people on your list and you'll be set. And then they say something like, you know, get a thousand people on your list, get 5,000, get 10,000, get 50,000, get a million people on your list and you know, you'll be making a dollar for every one of those and you will be set, my friend. And people run around the internet streets like this is some written in stone gospel truth. And the truth is that it is a lot more complicated than just getting names in your email subscriber database. And I know this from firsthand experience. So let me tell you a little bit about this. So back in 2013, I was um, still fairly new in my business. I, I went full-time in my business January of 2012. And um, in 2013, and most of 2012, I pretty much just did consulting. And I was just like trying to figure out this 
online business thing. <laughs> like I was like, okay, what is this internet world? 2013, I started like getting into some of the online courses and I decided to jump on the hustle bandwagon. And in those days, guest blogging was absolutely all the rage. So I took a course and I ran out to guest blog my little fingers off. And I was super excited when I landed a guest blog in September of 2013 on Brazen Careerist. And I'm not even gonna lie, it did go a little bit bananas. And at that time, I don't even know, I can't remember, but I don't even think I had 100 people on my email list. Um, and when this blog post went live on Brazen Careerist, in just a few short weeks, I got over 3,500, maybe close to 4,000 people opting in for my freebie that I had on there. And the freebie was called Five Simple LinkedIn Hacks to Create a Profile That Rocks Even If You're Not Looking for a Job. Yay me, right? Well, you know, if you've heard this story before, you know this. But hold on to that cheering or jealousy or, you know, whatever until you hear the rest of the story because it did not end it like a happy fairy tale. Because here's the deal. First of all, suddenly, you know, I went from 100 people on my email list to a lot more than that. And I had a, I mean, in just the space of a few weeks, I added a lot to my monthly costs and I wasn't really planning for that. And next, I noticed that many of the people who opted in for that freebie unsubscribed right away. I mean, I'm talking probably like, 350, maybe up to 500 people, they opted in for it and then they immediately unsubscribed. Like they weren't even opted in for five minutes. And I don't know if you've ever had that happen where people opt in and then immediately unsubscribe, but it is insanely frustrating. It's like, yay, what? Yay, what? Like it's just like, what, what is happening here? And then to make it worse, many of the people who, who opted in and stuck around, they never again opened another email from me. And then finally, I never really made any, any money off the list at all. It was just a bunch of names who flooded onto my email list so I could say, yay, like I have all these names, but none of these people ever connected with me as a person, as a leader, as a teacher, as a mentor, as somebody they wanted to work with or hire, as a coach. None of that. Like, they just got my freebie and then forgot all about me. I was like, you know, the lady at Costco handing out freebies and people are cruising by and grabbing my freebie and they're, you know, eating it and dropping it in the garbage and they're like, see ya, and they don't remember who I am. And, you know, it was totally my fault, but I did not know it at the time. And it was super frustrating. And look, I don't know if you can relate to any of this. Um, I don't know if you've ever had uh, an opt-in that took off like that. I don't know if you've ever, you know, had people opt-in and then totally ignore you. Um, if you've had that, you know how gut-wrenching it is. You're like, yes, I finally cracked the code. People are paying attention to me. They're opting in. Like, I'm on the train. I'm part of this internet, you know, thing that everybody's talking about. And then it's like, but wait, like, what's going on? <laughs> Where's this money that people are talking about, right? And if you haven't cracked that code yet, just imagine how frustrating it is. 
because it it was like on one hand I was super excited and on the other I'm like but what am I missing like it's clearly there's some giant question mark that I'm missing here because this is not what it's supposed to be this is not what they promised me like I'm supposed to be making a buck for every person on here at that point in time I should have been making like $3,500 a month and I wasn't um, I'm at least not from that list. Like I was making money, but from my consulting and from my other work, never from that list of people. And so it was really frustrating to me. And, um, and back then I was so focused on just building my email list and getting names on there. And again, getting out there and being visible, but I didn't really think through, all right, What's the experience that I want to create after people opt in? How do I want to connect with them? How do I want to engage them? How do I want to create an experience that helps them see me as a teacher, as a mentor, as a coach, as somebody that they want to stick around and become a customer of, as somebody who has value to offer to them? Instead, I was like, thanks for your name. See you later thanks for your name, see you later. Like I couldn't see it at the time, but that's basically what I was doing. And I really missed the boat because eventually almost all of those people either unsubscribed from my list or I deleted them after multiple tries of trying to get them to engage with me because they just wouldn't. So can you see how just building your list with no plan to engage and convert that list is super bad advice? In fact, you're really doing your audience and your business a huge disservice if you don't create a marketing funnel that gives them a clear path forward, that does more than just takes their name and email address and gives them a freebie and is like, thanks for your name, see you later. Like that's being the Costco person, right? And saying, here's your freebie, see you later. And they're not gonna remember who you are. You have to have, you have to have this clear path that takes them from the freebie to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. Otherwise, they're gonna take that freebie and just just like I experienced, they're gonna be like, all right, peace out, yo, see ya. And it just, <laughs> it doesn't work. You can't build your business like that. So just close your eyes for a minute, unless you're driving, and then please keep your eyes open and your hands on the wheel. <laughs> but just imagine, just imagine everybody on your email list as an individual, like real life human being. Just imagine them, you know, in a room in front of you, that they're coming to you, that they're, that they're coming to you with questions, that they're giving you their information, that they're coming to you and saying, hey, like I have this question and I see that you have this answer. I'm ready to, to, you know, ask you questions, to learn from you, to maybe move forward with you and see what you've got. And you're just like, thanks for your name and, and, and email address. Here's your thank you page. Here's your freebie. They've got nowhere to go. That's what I did. And it might be what you're doing too. Unless you've got a marketing funnel uh, that, uh, you know, and, and you've gone through my webinar, you've gone through one of my courses where I teach this. Because if you don't do that, there's nowhere to go after they give you their name and email address. It's like, here's the thank you page. See you later. And all they can do is turn around and keep searching somewhere else until they come to somebody who actually has a funnel 
that is like, let me show you what the next step is. Let me keep you engaged. Let me give you, you know, a clear path to get to that um, answer that you've been looking for. It's not just about that freebie. It's about, let me engage you in this fuller, fuller, broader search for what it is that you're trying to accomplish. I mean, when I really look back at my own business, that was the reality of what I was doing. I was being the Costco lady, handing out whatever, my, you know, pizza rolls. And people were cruising by, grabbing a pizza roll, eating it, and throwing the napkin in the garbage and forgetting who I was, right? So they were grabbing my LinkedIn tips and they were like, hey, thanks for that, see ya. And they never, you know, thought about me for anything else. Because if I don't, if it, in my business now and in my business then, if I don't craft a clear path forward, if I don't have a marketing funnel that shows them what the next step is, how can I possibly expect my audience to know how to engage with me? And how would they even know if they would want to engage with me? And the same goes for your audience too, right? That's why I had so many people opt in and ignore me after that brazen careerist blog post. And I made this mistake a lot of other times in my business too. I mean, like I made this mistake for a long time. Basically, I'd bring people in to my business and then I'd leave them hanging off the what's next cliff. They'd go, hey, this is a great freebie. What's next? Nothing. Guess I better keep looking. And I know that I'm not alone because I've seen so many people out there who've done the exact same thing because there are a lot of so-called marketing experts out there who teach the same thing. And that's where this question from Jay came in. And thank you, Jay, for asking. I just wanted you to know that you're not alone in this mistake or your frustration. So I had to preface your question with my own story because my story is way worse than yours. <laughs> because I had a lot more subscribers that I had to unsubscribe. So Jay says this. He said, I'm running a cold subscriber sequence in uh, his autoresponder. So for those of you who don't know, a cold subscriber sequence is basically... Um, you know, when you have people who aren't opening your emails for a certain period of time, for some people that's six months, for some it's nine months, for some it's 12 months. It kind of depends on what you want to do for your own business. But let's say for Jay, let's just say that it was six months. So this is basically people who have not opened an email from him in six months. So there's a lot of things that I would look at for the email, Jay's not a client of mine, so I don't have like insider knowledge about all of Jay's stuff. So the first thing that I would look at is who's the, who is the, um, uh, who has the, um, you know, who's delivering it. So is it MailChimp? Is it Infusionsoft? Is it ConvertKit? Is it ActiveCampaign? Like who is it? Because some have better deliverability rates than others. Um, the second thing I'd look at is um, how many um, links and images are in your emails because the more links and images you have in your email, the lower your deliverability is. So sometimes we think people are ignoring us when in reality maybe it's just going to their junk mail or their promotional folder or you know just not even getting to their inbox. 
So I always want to preface it with sometimes we think people aren't opening our emails, but they might not even be seeing our emails. Um, and, you know, you can test that by opening um, email addresses on a whole bunch of different platforms and making sure that you're emailing yourself so you can see what your email looks like on Outlook, on Gmail, you know, like on a whole lot of different places. And you can see, does it go to the junk folder? Does it go to the promotion folder? You know, like Outlook sends my emails to my junk folder, even though I've whitelisted it like a bajillion times. I don't even know why. And, um, and so I know that. And so I've done a few things. Like I try to take out a lot of my images and a lot of my links um, as much as I can because I know that it boosts my deliverability. And so th those are a few just like simple things that you can do. You also test your headlines or your, your email subject lines because your subject lines can really affect your deliverability as well. If you have kind of spammy looking headlines or subject lines, I keep calling them headlines, um, that's going to hurt your deliverability. Like there's different things that'll hurt that. So let's just say that Jay has already checked all that. And so he knows without a doubt that these are actually people who are flat out ignoring his emails, right? Um, so he says, I'm running a cold email sequence to convert to his people in ConvertKit. And, um, and the thing is, is that, you know, there's different people who teach different ways of doing this. So there are some people who teach, you know, like send a series of three, six, five emails that basically kind of ratchet up. Hey, you know, I'm checking in. I want to see, do you still want my emails? Like you're going to lose out if you don't get these emails. So I don't, I, again, um, Jay's not a client of mine, so I don't know what um, emails were being sent. But if those are the kinds of emails being sent, I'm not surprised that people are ignoring them. Uh, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but Jay says, I had 250 cold subscribers and only three clicked to stay on my email list. Is there anything I can do before actually deleting them entirely? I worked hard for those signups, so it hurts a bit to hit delete. Okay. So first of all, we're going to assume that Jay did everything right with collecting this email list and is fully compliant with all privacy laws and whatnot, because I'm not going to jump into all that stuff uh, today. Having said that, there are a few things you can do with this list of 250 and that I'd suggest that going forwards that you don't run into this again. So again, a lot of people out there suggest that you send a series of, hey, want to be on my email list emails. So they call that, um, you know, a cold subscriber email or a warm up list or like there's a few things that people call it. Um, a cold subscriber sequence is usually the, the name of it, but um, different people call it different things. Um, and want to guess what most people do with those emails where it basically says, hey, Michelle, want to stay on my email list? Hey, Michelle, you haven't opened an email from me in a while. Do you still want to get my emails? Like, what would you do with those kind of emails? What do you do with those kind of emails? You probably delete them before you even open the darn thing, right? Or you you open it and you're like, nope, I don't want your emails. And then you just delete them and ignore it. Because you're really busy, right? And your day does not 
revolve around telling someone else that you want your inbox full of their marketing emails. Well, your audience and Jay's audience, we feel the same way. And it kind of drives me crazy when people, when people teach you to send these um, kind of lame, valueless, warm up, you know, warm up a cold email list emails. And Jay, I don't know if those are the kind of emails you, you sent. Hopefully you sent something that was a little more value driven, but I know I've just seen so many of these, um, of these campaigns go out where it's almost like somebody's selling, um, I don't know, like a copy of like a swipe file of warm up uh, emails and people just swipe them and use them. And they're just so lame. And I just am like, ah, stop using these emails. Um, anyway, so, you know, because none of us really want emails, what we want are answers to our problems. What we want are value. What we want is to be entertained, educated, you know, we want things that will help us. We don't want just emails in our inbox. So, you know, here are three ways that you could potentially reach, connect, and warm up those 250 people beyond just the standard, hey, want to be on my email list emails, and also before saying goodbye to these people for good. So the first way is this. You could run some Facebook ads to your email list using video and high-quality content. So if you know... You know, the Facebook ads are really a great way to connect with your audience beyond the inbox. So you can create custom audiences with your um, with your email list, right? And when you invest in doing a bit of video, it reminds your audience who you are and why you have some valuable content for them. If I could go back to 2013, uh, when I was actually just learning Facebook ads in 2013, but if I could go back to then, I would totally do this strategy. Um, although I don't know if they really did video ads then, but I would run I would run ads to my list. So what if you could offer, teach, or provide insight um, to your audience? What if you what what could you um, you know give them that would make them pay attention to you and go, wow, Jay, you really have something that I don't want to miss out on. What could you engage them with so they remember why they opted in for your emails in the first place? Why they want to learn from you as a as a teacher, as a mentor, as you know whatever it is that you offer. This is a great way to re-engage not just that 250 unresponsive people, but all of the people on your email list. Is like, hey, what this person has so much for me to learn from. I gotta pay attention. Okay, way number two. Create a challenge or a quiz that your most valuable prospects would get some real value from so they could, um, you know, really get something out of sticking around personally. So if you kick it up a notch, create a challenge or a quiz or something, and then, you know, spend three, four days where you're meeting your subscribers on your Facebook page live every single day and walking them through some step of your challenge or some aspect of the quiz and letting them ask you questions, giving them feedback, maybe teaching a little piece of, of something that goes with whatever you've created. Get that engagement, show them the value you offer and, and just punch it up so they 
of course, it, like they get something personally out of it. So they want to stay engaged with you, stay on your list. They probably will re-opt into your list for whatever you have. And then number three, offer something insanely valuable that's personally relevant to your most high value prospects. So if you really, really, really want to save your email list, it's time to pull out all the stops and offer something super, super valuable to your audience. I'm talking a VIP offer that is meant to really give tremendous value to people so they want to stick around because they've already gotten so much from you that they're like, geez, what else is there here? There's a lot of good stuff that I've already gotten. So for example, people who take my Facebook ads quiz as they're going through the funnel at a certain point um, and with certain outcomes have the opportunity to have me review their URL and give them feedback on what I think they should do with their ads. I typically make them a screenshot video for free on what I'd recommend before we ever get on the phone or they have to give me any personal information or anything like that. This is super valuable for them because it's incredibly personalized and it's immediate. So they don't have to really do much other than say, hey, yeah, I want to take you up on this. Here's my URL. What do you have to tell me about this? So what could you offer to your people that wouldn't take you a huge amount of time? I mean, most of my videos are like five or 10 minutes, but that could really be something um, that could connect you with your audience, that could engage your audience, and that could be really personally relevant to your audience. So there are three ways that you could engage your current email list beyond just sending the standard, hey, want to stay on my email list kind of emails. I want you to think value, think what would my most ideal prospects need and want from me to know that I have something interesting for them. Think what's in it for me beyond just my emails, which they don't really care about. Think where else are they hanging out that I could engage with them in case I'm not getting into their inbox. And put your audience, put yourself in your audience's shoes and think what's in it for them, not just what's in it for me. Because they don't really care about being on your email list. They care about what's valuable in their inbox. And then be sure to create a marketing funnel so that in the future, as people come onto your email list, you're warming them up, you're engaging them, so th and you keep them engaged so that they know without a shadow of a doubt why they wanna stay engaged with you and why they wanna learn from you and why they wanna hang around with you beyond just that initial freebie because you don't wanna leave them hanging off the what's next cliff. You wanna you know, craft that clear path forward. All right, want to know which marketing funnel is right for you and your business? I have created a totally free and easy quiz to help you figure that out. So you can head on over to today's show notes at themarketingfunnelshow.com forward slash 30. That's just the number three zero. And in less than five minutes, you're going to know exactly which marketing funnel is right for you. I will see you next week and another great episode. See you then.